Hello everyone, this is Tribecast, episode 21, and my name is Marina. This week I got some stunning news for you, but first let me introduce our guests. First, Ramona Bimes will tell about the consultant project for international entrepreneurs led by the city of Tampere. And second, Dani Varnitsky will share his story in the context of martial arts and tribe Tampere. And let me remind you that Tribecast Tre is an independent media working in a close cooperation with Tribe Tamper startup community. And now shall we move to the first interview of this week? And my first guest this week represents the city of Tampere. And she will tell us a few things about a project which is kind of new for me, but it has been already running last year. Hello, Ramona. Thank you very much for having time for this interview today. And let's start from the very beginning. Please tell our listeners a few things about yourself. Uh, hello. Thank you for inviting me. First of all, I'm, I'm really happy to be here and uh, tell more about our services we are giving for exactly international background people here in Tampere. A little bit about myself. So I live in Tampere for 10 years already. I'm not local. I'm from Latvia originally. Yes, basically I came here 10 years ago and, and uh, I studied here in, in Tampere Applied Sciences. In Tampere. <laughs> In Tamk, yes, everybody knows Tamk. After that, I decided to stay here and, and look for my my life here in Tampere. So I've been going through different kind of phases here as I've been an entrepreneur as well. And I've been a, a worker. I've been an unemployed person as well for some time and a student. So this kind of wide expertise uh, you can find from me as a as an international here in Tampere. Since you mentioned that you have been an entrepreneur, have you had your own business? Yes, I did. I had a consulting business where we offered more like practical help for companies coming from abroad to Finland and expanding their business here. So as most of all, we know that the big challenges when you come from abroad then uh, the language for instance and that you don't know the local networks and and you don't get the right information for on, on some issues so in those matters we with my colleague we we helped we helped those companies to launch their business here too and uh, at the same time we did uh, import uh, cosmetic brand we imported from the baltic states to to finland so that was uh, running activity for a couple of years as well so and now your position in the city is pretty much the same or your job is you again consult some international entrepreneurs about well how to do business in finland am i right yes yes actually that's quite close what what i'm doing there and what i did before just the only difference is maybe that they are already here my clients entrepreneurs we are we are gaining here so it's not more about like coming from abroad being still abroad and launching the business here, but it's more like helping local migrant background entrepreneurs to succeed in Tampere. Right. Could you tell a bit more what kind of questions people can ask from you? Basically anything. So it's kind of like the service is meant for entrepreneurs who has some questions, let's say, in, in daily activities or uh, they are looking for some more information on some issues or they don't know where to find the right guidance so to what kind of people meet, where to find network, what kind of events they are in in Tampere region or even practical, like we are giving practical help as well that we can help to fill in some forms if you don't understand Finnish or basically anything it's really difficult to put some limits on on the services as it's kind of you come in and uh, then we see the situation if we as, as the city we can't help then we guide you to the right institutions then forward do you have a team for this project or is there only you 
I'm coming from actually employment services, city of Tampere, employment services, entrepreneurship and employer services department. Mm -hmm. So um, basically we are uh, working there as a business consultants and uh, we are 10 of us, but me, I'm more focused on the international entrepreneurship. So in that sense, I'm kind of alone, but sure, I have a team behind me. So And let's announce for our listeners when they can meet you. Yes, every Wednesday afternoon, starting from 12 to 4 p.m. And uh, I'm here in Tribe Tampere, been in Katu 47, second floor, and there is no need for appointment, so you can just come in and come for the consultation or just change some words or give a comment or that kind of. In your opinion, is it actually worth for a foreigner to start a business of their own in Finland, or is it better to look for a job you know, in a company? Uh, this is a very tricky question, as uh, I know there is a big challenges to find a job as a foreigner, but then again there is a big challenges as well to run a business as a foreigner. So it's kind of like you have to think about your network, what kind of network you have and what would suit you best, because I know a lot of people have been uh, looking for jobs and they, they haven't found them, and then uh, they are kind of forced to start a business. So... Uh, that is kind of like I would say like very challenging situation because not not everyone is meant to be entrepreneur from my point of view. So it depends on the person, of course. And uh, yeah. So do I get it right? You think that network having a network is the most important thing when you start a business? Nowadays in Finland, I would say so. That it's taking like bigger and bigger role, like your network and how you build it and where you find the right contacts. Then. In, in order to proceed with your business activities, so I would say yes. By the way, what's the official name of your position in city? I'm a business coordinator. Do you think that Finnish language or well, absence of Finnish language for the newcomers is a challenge in network and business? It depends again on the position or the kind of like activity, what, what the person is doing. So, for instance, most of my friends don't know Finnish language as well, but, but they, they have found their niche and they know where they go and, uh, and what they do and stuff. But for instance, for me, Finnish language has always helped and I'm very happy that I'm able to speak in Finnish too. So I would say it's advantage if you speak Finnish, but it's possible to make it in English too. Right. So basically, if you have a good business idea, but you're not really sure of your Finnish skills, you can turn to a pop-up desk and Ramona will help you to fill some forms and you can continue with your business. Exactly. Right. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much for this interview, Ramona. And um, we'll see you tomorrow because it's Wednesday and you'll, you'll be having the pop-up desk at P47 co-working space. And now we're going to the second guest of this week. Yes. And we have one more guest this week, and with Dani, we are going to talk about why business can be a fight, literally. But first of all, I'd like to, well, I'd like Dani to introduce himself to our listeners. Hello, Dani, and please tell our listeners a few things about yourself. Okay. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Marina, for inviting me here. It's nice to be here. My name is Dani Varnitsky, and I'm a student of entrepreneurial ideas and their pursuit and also I teach martial arts as a part-time profession at least. As far as I know you have your own martial arts club. Yes that's right or an academy we say it. Okay is it a business is it a startup or is it a full-size educational institution how do you formulate it for yourself? Well the model is a non-profit organization first of all 
but then I'm hired by the non-profit organization to provide the basic day-to-day daily training. On top of that, we develop these kind of new methods for training, teaching and our community in general. What I mean is that, for example, last year we did a project which result was a product that lets you basically train a martial art, Muay Boran, which is the traditional unarmed Thai martial arts. It lets you practice and and yeah it lets you practice yourself on your free time so it contains gif animations and pictures photos stories and such so it's like your pocket master of course it does not make um, it possible to train without a teacher but it's your teacher on your phone Interesting. And you said that you provide day-to-day training. So a course includes everyday trainings or? Well, good that you mentioned it because it's more like a martial art in a systematized structure. So it lets you look into the different techniques, what we teach, and it tells you what it is, how you do it and why you should do it. So there are instructions and of course there are some workouts as well you can do on your own. And also you mentioned the word community. And in my perspective, martial arts as non-team kind of sports or physical activity is not that much about a community. It's more like being solo and working on yourself. Do you still believe in community in that sense? Oh, yes, definitely. Even though it's a solo practice, you need the community around you to push you forward, to help you improve yourself. Because your own improvement, it's greatly up to your training partners. If you play well with your training partners, they help you surpass your own limits. And I guess the same rule applies to startup and business communities. Oh yeah, definitely. In startup communities, you need others around you to, well, first of all, provide support, but then also to keep watch. So when you state something, okay, you're going to do this, you state it out loud, then because you're part of the community and you have stated something to the community, then you're more obliged to do it actually. Whereas usually if you're alone, you can tell yourself, I'm going to do this and that, but you're not, you're not required to do them. You're not upsetting anyone or letting anyone down other than yourself. That's an interesting perspective. Let's just go deeper in the topic of startup communities then. I know that you have been one of the first people to step into Tribe Tamper premises, which is P47 co-working space nowadays. Could you give us a few sweet memories of those early times? Well, now that you brought it up, I was the first community manager slash project manager, but I was more like a doorman here or a servant so if you think tribe Tambere as fire, what fire needs is, is um, material that burns and it needs the proper heat and also oxygen. Well, I think we already had the proper material, which was this idea of the community here and the, the heat, which was the people around this idea. But they needed oxygen to help them, to allow them to realize their, their idea and their dream. So basically I was there in my position. I would just listen to their their wishes, their ideas, everything they had in mind, what would be required to make Tribe Tambara successful. And then I did everything I could to help them realize it. It was basically ranging from buying and carrying furniture to this place to putting the floor or assembling the floor and um, to some administrative work as well. So it included quite a lot of stuff. You've been watching Tribe Tamper developing for almost two years. By the way, uh, this September will celebrate two-year anniversary of P47 premises. In your opinion, how has the community developed? What's the current situation? 
situation? Was it worth, you know, doing all that almost two years ago? Oh, yes, definitely. I know that some are expecting things to happen bigger and faster. But in my opinion, these kind of uh, communities, building these kind of communities and making the ecosystem more cohesive, it takes time, lots of time. It, it can take decades even. So I think we are proceeding very well. How Tribe Tampere influences uh, the startup ecosystem of Tampere? Does it influence at all? Let's start from this. Sure, because Tribe Tampere provides a physical platform for the ecosystem or one kind of a platform which is open to all. And in order for the ecosystem to work properly, we need face-to-face interaction as well. And this is a good place for that because it's open. Right. Basically, I have one one more question about your own project or your own business. Could you please give an advice to those who are thinking about doing their own business or their own startup in this teaching sense? What do you do and how do you start if you want to, I don't know, spread your knowledge about like a dancing school or something like that? Oh, that's a good one. Mm, I can tell you how I did it. Well, I first started, it was, um, I was a volunteer. I started teaching because I had to, basically, because otherwise our martial art would have vanished from Finland and the club would have ended because our teacher before me, he had to quit because of a knee injury. So I had no other choice but to take the lead because I was the, well, let's say, most enthusiastic and active member so i started just running the club as a hobby and little by little i noticed that i love doing this so much and this consumes a lot of my time so perhaps i should consider making this a profession as well and then i just started to grow my academy little by little i started the business studies at the university at the same time i st- started teaching or leading the academy So I kind of used the knowledge, applied the knowledge, what I learned from business management and business in general from the university in my club. So I considered our members as clients, even though it, it's a non-profit organization and everything. So it, we don't have the same goals as for-profit organizations. But anyways, I started applying the methods I learned at the university in my own club. And I noticed that, for example, our strategy was very nice because we provided like individual training and you know uh, like a warm welcoming community and so on and people who came they stayed and they were happy to train with us and little by little we grew bigger and bigger and were able to also to take a new place where to train and so make our organization economically better balanced so it was able to pay so because our academy was pretty uh, well off it was able to pay me for teaching so my advice is to do your job do your passion your hobby as well as you can so people really love what you do so so basically you believe in volunteering yeah yeah i believe in volunteering but what i mean is that when you do do things very well it pays off in the end there's no like secret receipt but just do it very well so that people love it and then they are willing to pay for it and then you'll get paid in the end Of course, you need some planning and business knowledge, but first of all, do it well. I guess there was a little bit of call for action to those who would like to join Tribe Tamper community as volunteers for our events and projects. Well, definitely. First of all, because of the people you meet here, the great people who actually do stuff, they're active and resourceful. So it's good to, good to get to know these people. And second, because in the end, it also pays off in many ways. 
Probably one quick last question. Do you believe that for starting your own business, one needs an education in business or in business management? Not necessarily. It can help you, but it can also be a hindrance because, or at least myself, I tend to overanalyze things, which made them more complicated. So if I didn't have the knowledge I have from the university, perhaps things would have been more straightforward. But who knows? Thank you very much for this interview, Dani. Thank you, Marina. I myself love listening to radio almost as much as I enjoy creating Tribecast. And I believe that there shouldn't be much difficulty in becoming an interview guest after having been a listener for a while. Have you found an interesting business that would use more visibility? Are you eager to share the everyday pains and pleasures of the life within a startup community? Do you want to challenge yourself in a situation of a radio interview? If that sounds like something for you, then we got some exciting news. This summer, for the first time, Tribecast Tre announces Tribecast Summer Tour. We will come to record in different parts of Finland, giving the voice to the local startup ecosystem players. Tribecast Tre team will provide you the usual thought-provoking conversations with bright people recorded in our traditional great sound quality. Our tour kicks off in Turku, 4th of July, following dates and destinations to be announced later. This summer Tribecast will not only provide you the access to the ideas of the startup-minded people, we will instead ask you to share your views for the record. Don't hesitate to contact us if you want to participate in the one-of-a-kind professionally-made startup podcast from Tampere as a guest. See you this summer outside of Tampere and stay warm and tuned. <laughs>